0: It's the Valentine's Day episode of this podcast, so we'll have Valentine's Day topics. First off, the side effects of contraceptives. Then, we'll talk about the origin of Valentine's Day. And in Dirty Pop, we'll talk about the greatest romance movies of all time. Dito lang sa The Jay Ruga Show! Kumusta? Kumusta? Welcome to the J Aruga Show Podcast. Shout out kina Rodney, Sandy, Debbie, Camp, Eileen nang UCCDSR group chat. Salamat sa pakikinig nyo sa podcast at sa pag-share and endorse na rin ng podcast sa mga kaibigan nyo. How is everybody doing? I would like to be the first person to greet you Happy Valentine's Day and I hope I don't get to be the only person to greet you happy Valentine's Day as well. May narinig akong mga barangay na balak daw nagawing panukala or isang ordinansa na gawing double pay ang Valentine's Day sa mga empleyadong single. Napaka-noble idea kung sino man nakaisip nun. Anyway, dahil Valentine's Day ngayon at pro-life month, this is our special Valentine's Day episode. Kaya ito ang theme ng buong episode. What's our first topic? It came to my attention na ang dami palang tao na hindi alam ang side effects ng kanilang contraceptives of choice. So allow me to list them in this episode one by one. Napag-usapan namin ni Jason Everett when he guested in this show ang mga side effects ng contraceptives Pero to make it a little more complete, I decided to make a whole episode about it. Napag-usapan din namin ni Jason on yung reproductive health law, and it is a misnomer. Bakit kamo. Ano bang characteristics ng isang healthy reproductive system ng isang babae? Ni ba yung may regular menstrual cycle at may fertility days? Ano ginagawa ng contraceptives? Ang ginagawa nito, most of the time, ay disrupt niya ang healthy reproductive system ng babae. All for the sake na hindi siya mabuntis. It treats fertility like it's some kind of a disease when it's not. The goal of medicine is to restore your body to its right functions. Contraceptives do not. Kaya hindi ito medicine. With that said, let's begin by talking about the most popular contraceptive, the pill. Para sa mga feminists, the contraceptive pill is the best invention man has ever made because women can now be like men, a slave of the workforce instead of caring for her family. But that's another topic. For now, ano ba ang mga side effects ng wonder drug na ito? Una, breast cancer. You might want to look up the New York Times article entitled, Birth Control Pill is Still Linked to Breast Cancer. Study finds. Although I would like to be fair to the other side, sabi nila, yung old version daw ng pill ang mataas ang risk because high doses of hormones yon. The new version has low doses of hormones. Daw. For more readings on this, search for the 2005 study by the World Health Organization International Agency for Research on Cancer. So WHO na yung nagsasabi. And search for another study from the Mayo Clinic entitled Oral Contraceptive Use as a Risk Factor for Premenopausal Breast Cancer, a Meta-Analysis. Pangalawang side effect ng contraceptive pill, cervical cancer. You might want to search the BBC News article entitled Pill-Linked to cervical cancer risk. Other side effects of the pill include increased frequency of blood clot, high blood pressure, and high attacks. Also, migraines, depression, loss of libido, weight gain, and weight loss, to name a few. Pero sabi ng mga endorsers ng pill, the benefit outweighs the risk. For a horror story about the pill, again, balikan niyo yung Jason Everett episode natin, may kwento siya tungkol sa tatay na ang anak niya ay biglang namatay habang nagsiswimming. Hindi ko i-spoil yung nangyari, pero ang clue is, she's under the pill. Ang daming lawsuits against Big Pharma who sells these contraceptives. Millions of dollars worth of lawsuits. Ang problema Billions of dollars ang kinikita ng Big Pharma na ito. Kaya manilang sa kanila ang mga lawsuits na ito. For more reading about the side effects of the birth control pill, search the article, The Pill, How Does It Work? Is It Safe? by Paul Weckenbrock. Weckenbrock is spelled W-E-C-K-E-N-B-R-O-C-K. Next up on our contraception tour is Depo-Provera. So sabi ni Jason sa US daw sa California hindi man lang nga daw binibigay ang Depo Provera sa mga aso because it is dangerous for pets. Depo Provera is also known as DMPA or Depo Medroxo. Sorry, let's try this again. Depo Medroxyprogesterone Acetate. Sorry, ang hirap sabihin. DMPA na lang. So, ano ang DMPA? Ito ay injectable contraceptive. Endorsed ito ng DOH dahil sa RH law. So, kung babasahin natin ang nasa sa ad sa DOH website about it, and I quote, The injectable is a modern, temporary, and highly effective method of family planning. A woman can get pregnant again once the effects of the injectable wear off. It is injected into the upper arm, or buttocks of the woman to prevent pregnancy? The injectable prevents the meeting of the egg of the woman and the sperm of the man. It works by preventing the release of a mature egg from the ovary. It also thickens the cervical mucus in the neck of the uterus, making it difficult for the sperm to pass through. So sperm and egg cannot unite and no pregnancy occurs. Using injectable facilitates early diagnosis and treatment of health problems because the woman regularly goes to a health provider for her injections and checkup. End of quote. Again, the only thing na rin-remedy ng technology na ito ay fertility, like it's a disease. Dito lang sa DMPA, if you Google the keyword Depo Provera Lawsuits, ang dami mong makikitang hits na lalabas from that search. Most notable side effect is the decline of bone density. Bata ka pa lang, matanda ka na. Ang company na kinakasuhan sa lawsuit na ito sa Canada ay uh, Pfizer nga pala, by the way, ayon sa balita, handa nang magturok ng vaccines sa mga anak nating 5 to 11 years old. Sorry, uh, commercial lang yun. Pero anyway, also a research just found out that it is linked to having increased acquisition of cervical, chlamydial, and gonococcal infections. Ano mga ito? Mga STD ang mga ito. So, for proof, research the study called hormonal contraceptive use, cervical ectopy, and acquisition of cervical infections. Ganyan tayo sa The J. Rogasio. Gusto natin kayo mismo ang magbasa para makita nyo sa sarili nyong mga mata. Next one is Implanon. The name itself is mukhang may ini-implant sa katawan ng tao, and that is because there is. Hindi namin napag-usapan ni Jason ang Implanon, and I wish we did. Pero to make it up for it, here are the side effects of Implanon. Let me just read something from the internet. This is the proposed patient information for Implanon anaphylaxis. Implanon may increase your chance of serious blood clot, especially if you have other risk factor such as smoking, it is possible to die from a problem caused by a blood clot, such as a heart attack or a stroke. So, yun lang naman ang side effect. Maari ka lang mamatay sa blood clot. Sabi pa dito, call your healthcare provider right away when you experience any of these symptoms. Severe chest pain or heaviness in the chest, sudden shortness of breath, sharp chest pain or coughing blood, Weakness or numbness in your arm, leg, or trouble speaking. Sudden, partial, or complete blindness. So, kapag umubo ka na ng dugo, paano ka makakatawag sa healthcare provider mo? Lalo na kung may complete blindness ka. So, paano ka rin makakadial sa smartphone? Tapos, asamaan mo pa ng trouble speaking. Para kang... So, the things we do to our body. Lastly... Condoms. What could possibly go wrong with condoms? Una, I would like to say the benefits of having sex without a condom. I'll read this paper called Seminal Priming for Protection from Preeclampsia, a Unifying Hypothesis. Let me read parts of the study. Conventional belief holds that an immune response to ejaculate antigens should interfere with fertilization and establishment of pregnancy. However, emerging evidence now supports the opposing view that insemination acts to activate maternal immune mechanism, exerting a positive effect on reproductive events. In layman's term, para sa ating mga Tegalupa, ang sinasabi ng paper na ito, When you have sex without a condom, Na-absorb ng uterus ang semen at nakikilala niya ang genetic makeup ng father. Kaya when the mother gets pregnant, kilala na niya ang DNA ng baby sa womb which reduced the risk of pre-enclampsia. pre is the sudden increase of blood pressure sa panganganak. I can verify sa inyo na when my wife delivered our babies, linawal niya ang mga bata ng walang kahirap-hirap. Parang wala lang. I remember some friends calling tapos tinatanong ako kung kamusta na daw si Bam sa kanyang pagbubuntis at labor, Tapos sabi ko, nanganak na. Tapos nagulat sila kasi akala nila abutin pa ng ilang oras and bukas pa mga nganak, si Mrs. Also, search this. Hormones in semen shown to make women feel good by Reuters in UK. So, sinong ayaw nun to feel good? Okay, so what's wrong with condom? Aside sa hindi mo makukuha ang benefits when you don't use it, well, it doesn't prevent genital warts, doesn't prevent herpes, and it doesn't prevent the human papilloma virus or HPV, the leading cause of cervical cancer in women. These diseases can be contracted with skin-to-skin contact. Alam nyo ba na 49% of US women sa age bracket na 20 to 24, have HPV. And normally, hindi mo kagad malalaman na meron ka. And if you're into the hookup culture, you'll just be spreading it. Of course, sasabihin lang, may vaccine naman ng HPV. However, when it comes to transmitting STDs and the risk of pregnancy, hindi 100% effective ang condom. Ayon sa Planned Parenthood, 98% ang effectiveness ng kondom when used perfectly. 85% when not used perfectly. So, I have been corrected about this. Thanks, uh, Carlo, for correcting me on this. Dati akala ko kasi sa 100 times kang gagamit ng kondom, dalawang beses doon, makakabuntis ka. Pero hindi pala yun yung ibig sabihin nun. Ibig pala sabihin ng percentage na yun is this. Sa isang taong paggamit ng kondom, 2 out of 100 women ang mabubuntis. That's 20 out of 1,000 women. And that's 200 out of 10,000 women. So kahit nagamitin mo pa ng gamitin ng kondom dahil hindi 0% ang chance of pregnancy, it's just a matter of time bago ka mabuntis. Para yang sa video games, kapag sinabi nila na ang rare ng drop rate ng item na ito, mga 2% lang. Pero makukuha mo pa rin yung item na yon gaano man ka rare, kung magagrind ka lang. So, sa mga hindi naglalaro ng video games, malamang hindi nyo naintindihan yung sinabi ko. Anyway, this is the reason why in many studies, laging lumalabas na the more sex education ang meron sa isang campus and the more accessible ang condoms dito, mas tumataas pa ang teenage pregnancies. One example of the study is this. It's from The Atlantic. It's entitled, Condoms don't necessarily help Teen Girls Avoid Pregnancy by Emma Green. E lalayo pa tayo dito lang sa Pinas. Since 2012, may sex education na tayo sa bansa at nagdidistribute na ng condom. dala ng RH law, tumataas pa rin ang teenage pregnancy rate natin. Hindi naman bumababa since the RH law was passed. And that is because maraming estudyante na wala namang balak maging promiscuous ay nagiging sexually active dahil binigyan mo ng condom. At yung mga dating sexually active lalo pang naging sexually active. Dahil syempre, libre na ang kondom. Ngayon, ano ang solusyon? Wala pa akong kilalang teenager na nabuntis dahil nag siya from sex. So, siguro, abstinence ang may papayo ko. Aside from that, sa mga mag-asawa, Natural Family Planning or NFP. Ang NFP ay hindi lang yung rhythm method. Meron din itong pag ng mucus ni Mrs. at temperature para malaman nyo kung ano yung exact time and date ng fertility ni Mrs. Maybe NFP warrants its own episode dito sa podcast, pero let's talk about it some other time. Lastly, para hindi naman magka-STD, ang kailangan lang ay fidelity. So, abstinence, NFP, and fidelity. If I am to summarize these in one word, Ang payo ko lang ay chastity. Conservatives, hindi mainstream information ang mga sinabi ko sa inyo ngayon. Please share this episode sa mga mahal niyo sa buhay para maliwanagan sila because the culture is teaching something different. The culture is teaching that sex should be enjoyed by everyone, even outside marriage. The church doesn't say that sex is bad. In fact, it's the culture that's making sex cheap. Sa totoo lang, sa loob ng isang buwan, dalawang araw lang naman ang araw na fertile si Mrs. Then the rest is non-fertile days. So, ganyan dinisign ni Lord ang katawan ng tao, kaya hindi mo kailangan ng madaming iniinom at sinasaksak sa katawan mo para lang hindi maging fertile. God meant for couples to enjoy this gift as much as we can, but be open to life. Hindi sinasabi ng simbahan to always aim for life every time na nakikipag-sex ka, kayong mag-asawa. But just be open to life. Si God naman talaga ang nagbibigay ng gift of life. Kaya conservatives, happy Valentine's Day and let's take back the culture. Alright, in sagutin ng tanong, sasagutin natin ang paratang sa aming mga Catholics na paganong celebration ang Valentine's Day. Paano natin sasagutin ang paratang na ito? Una, marami tayong ginagawang tradisyon na pagan in origin. Na wala tayong angal, pero ginagawa pa rin natin. Ang isang halimbawa nito ay ang pagsuot ng wedding ring. Wala sa Bible ang pagsuot ng wedding ring. The first recorded instance when a wedding ring is used is in ancient Egypt. Also, may mga produkto na hindi natin tinitigil gamitin dahil may pagan name ito. Halimbawa, dito ay ang Nike na galing sa Greek goddess na si Nike, the winged goddess of victory. Ang simbol pa nga ng Nike ay hango sa pakpak ng goddess. Also, yung mga days of the week, ito pa lang. Pagan na in origin yung mga pangalan nito. Tuesday came from the Norse god, Theo. Wednesday came from Odin, kaya Odin's Day. Ito yung tatay ni Thor. Speaking of which, Thursday came from Thor. So it's Thor's Day. Friday came from Fridge. So sa Marvel Cinematic Universe, siya si Frigga, nanay ni Thor. So si Loki na lang yung walang araw sa family. Saturday, is from the Roman god Saturn and Sunday's from Sun, Monday's from Moon. Wala kang ligtas kahit Tagalog pa mo. Martes came from the pagan god Mars. Mercules came from Mercury. Webes came from Zeus. Viernes came from Venus. Lunes came from Luna, so Moon pa din. Ang medyo Judeo-Christian lang ata is Sabado from Sabbath and Linggo for Domingo which is the Lord's Day. Walang masama if we Christianize a pagan tradition. Ang masama is if we paganize a Christian belief. So now let's talk about Valentine's Day. Meron talagang Catholic priest na St. Valentine ang pangalan who was martyred on February 14, 270 AD. Medyo weird nga lang bakit naging Day of Love ang February 14, at bakit si St. Valentine nang naging simbolo dito, na isang celibate priest. There was a pagan celebration in Rome during February 15 called the Feast of Lupercalia in honor of the god Lupercus. This is a bloody, violent, and sexually charged celebration with animal sacrifice, random matchmaking, and coupling in the hopes of warding off evil spirits and infertility. Walang nagli-link ng Feast of Lupercalia at Valentine's Day noon sa romance. Sabi nila kaya daw pula ang kulay ng Valentine's Day ay dahil bloody daw ang Feast of Lupercalia. Walang anything nakakilig sa celebration until may sinulat noong 1375 ang isang medieval poet. Ayun sa isang medieval poet na si Geoffrey Chaucer Yung nagsulat ng The Canterbury Tales, The night before the Feast of Lupercalia, February 14, it is customary for young people to declare their love or propose marriage. In the medieval period, this day is made to commemorate St. Valentine's. According to tradition, Father Valentine sends a note to his jailer's daughter, who he miraculously cured from blindness. Then he signs it with the words, your valentine at mula noon natatag ang valentines day at nagkaroon ng kapayapaan sa buong kaharian at nagsiawit ang mga ibon and they lived happily ever after the joke lang we do this many times in the past in the long history of the church halloween came from the celtic festival na samhain yung christmas hindi despite everything they say nagaling galing ito sa pagan celebration Records show that Christians have been celebrating Christmas long before the pagans celebrate their pagan gods on that day, on December 25. Wala tayong problema sa pagbaptize ng isang previously pagan occasion. We do this all the time. When we baptize our kids, they used to be of the world, but after their baptism, they're now united with the body of Christ. We have our cars, homes, things blessed para matanggal ang evil spirits nito kung meron mang nagre-reside dito. Ika nga ni Father Jocis Siquia. Anyway, additional fun fact about St. Valentine. You can find his skull in Rome on display in the Basilica of Santa Maria in Cosmedin St. Valentine is the patron saint of a couples, beekeepers, wow, kaya pala the birds and the bees ang tawag, engaged Couples, epilepsy, fainting. So marami sigurong nagkakaroon ng seizure o nagpa-faint tuwing propose, ng pag-ibig. Or maybe baka kapag nababasted. So he's also the patron saint of greetings, happy marriages, love, lovers, plague. So isang malaking plague o salot kung mawawala ang iyong minamahal sa buhay. Kasi kapag iniwan ka ng minamahal mo, parang kalahati ng populasyon ng buong mundo, ang nawala ganyan ang feeling ng mga sawi kaya siguro naging patron saint din si Saint Valentine ng plague okay next is travelers and young people well of, co- of course kapag nabasted ka hahanapin mo ang iyong sarili at magta-travel ka ganyan ginagawa ng mga young people all right now it's time for the Valentine's Day edition of Dirty Pop party throw throw pillow throw it to me throw it to me we'll have a party. party see my throw pillow isn't it cool we'll have lots of fun inside the pool come to me baby my fantasy Throw below, under the sea. Do you want to borrow it? Yes, I want to. Tinanong namin sa lahat ng social media accounts ng The J. Aruga Show. kung ano ang favorite romantic movie of all time ng mga listeners. And we got an avalanche of answers. Lumalabas lang na napaka romantico ng ating mga ka Okay, so let's get right down to it. Kung ano yung mga sagot nila. And by the way, pinanood namin ni Mrs. ni Bam Aruga ang mga movies na sinagest nyo. Kaya medyo fresh sa memories ko yung at least the top movies. Okay? And may isa pa akong napansin, by the way, bukod sa napaka-romantiko ng mga ka-aruga. Karamihan sa mga sagot ng mga listeners ay movies from... The 90s or early 2000s. So, dalawa lang ibig sabihin nito. Wala nang nagagawang good movies, good romantic films sa mga panahon ngayon o wala tayong masyadong listeners na millennials o Gen Z. Okay. So, excited na ba tayong pag-usapan ang mga movies ito? First of all, before we move on, ang sagot ko dito is yung Before series. Gusto ko itong pag-usapan kasi I'm surprised na wala masyadong bumanggit dito. Siguro dahil sinama ko sa post, but I highly recommend the Before Trilogy. Before Sunset, Before Sunrise, and Before Midnight. Para sa akin, one of the best trilogies ito. Kasama ito ng The Matrix Trilogy, The Lord of the Rings Trilogy, or maybe sobra na yon. <laughs> Pero ang the best sa akin is yung first one. Kasi, nakakakilig. Mabiray mo yung makita ka ng dalawang hindi pa magkakilala masyado. Tapos, randomly, nakilala na yung isa't isa sa train. And you're throwing everything away for this person para makausap mo siya, mag-spend time kayo for one day. Sobrang sikat ng pelikulang ito. It opened up a genre sa mga romantic movies sa Pinas. Yung isa o dalawang araw na puro lang. Ang isang example nito is yung kay Angelica Panganiban and J.M. De Guzman, yung That Thing Called Dadhana. So, balik tayo sa Before series. Every nine years ang aguat ng pelikula sa series and medyo real-time yung kwento. So, Kapag 9 years na, nag-progress din ng 9 years yung story. Yung first is noong 1995. Then yung second is 2004. Then yung last is 2013. And if we're following the pattern, dapat ngayon may isa pang movie this year. Ngayong 2022. Yung title ng movie is kung ano yung dulo ng kwento. Halimbawa, yung Before Sunrise, nagtapos ito before mag-sunrise. Before Sunset nagtapos before sunset and before midnight nagtapos before midnight so makikita mo din yung malaking pagbabago ng mga characters kung sinundan mo yung buong trilogy like sa unang movie naniniwala pa kay God yung character ni Julie Delphi and sa second movie hindi na atheist na siya medyo ify lang ako dun sa second part yung before sunrise kasi dinivorce ni Ethan Hawke yung wife niya nung namit niya ulit si Julie. I wouldn't do that in real life. Promise. Okay, so before I let you know kung ano yung mga movies na pinanood namin ni Mrs. ni Bam Aruga because ito yung top answers nyo, let me tell you the runner-ups. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. So sinagot ito ni Mary May and the Pinoy MCU fan. Summer in Time and Singing in the Rain, sabi ni JM. So, classics ang gusto niya. Love in the Time of Cholera, so, sabi ni Jubel, ito daw yung gusto niya. Titanic, sabi ni Troy and Judge And the how dare you guys that you didn't vote for Titanic that much. Sleepless in Seattle, sabi ni Christine. Fault in our stars, sabi ni Lai. And ito lang ang medyo mabago-bago. Mulan Rouge, sabi ni KatKat. Kat. And when I still love music, gustong-gusto ko tong movie na to Nasa top three movies ko ito of all time. Winning piece ko sa video ko yung Your Song, Mulan Rouge version. So, lagi ko tong kinakanta. Kapag may outing, or nung dati nung hinaran ko pa si, si Bam, it's because of this movie. And sabi ni Sal, Attack of the Clones. Kasi alam nyo naman, Anakin Skywalker or Darth Vader. He is known for many things pero ang talagang tumatak sa puso ng mga stormtroopers and grand moffs ay yung kanyang penchant for poetry and love quotes. Okay, so let's get right down to it. So, 10 Things I Hate About You sabi ni Cat Cat and Voltaire. Ito daw yung favorite nila. Nanalo siya sa Best Teenie Bopper category. So, may ganong category sa list na ito, okay? Madaming naglaban-laban sa category na ito. So, can't Hardly Wait, American Pie, She's All That, He's All That. Ang nanalo ay 10 Things I Hate About You. So, si Julia Styles and the Late hit Ledger ang bida dito. Nandito din ang batang-batang si Joseph Gordon Levitt or JGL. So, I will always remember him as the kid in this movie kait sa ang pelikula ko pa siya mapanood, inisip ko lagi yung Batang JGL. Paging sa The Dark Knight Rises o dun sa movie niyang Don John. Just a little more info on this movie. It's an adaptation of The Taming of the Shrew by Shakespeare. Kaya may call out kay Shakespeare sa movie na ito. So, naiyak ko dun sa ending ng movie na ito. And ito yare So, pinanood namin ni Bam ang mga top movies nyo and hagulgul kami ng hagulgul sa yak And dito ako sa part na ito na yak Nung tinula ni Kat ang 10 Things I Hate About You. So basahin ko ulit yung poem. Tingnan ko kung maiyak ako automatically. I hate the way you talk to me and the way you cut your hair. I hate the way you drive my car. I hate it when you stare. I hate your big dumb combat boots and the way you read my mind. I hate you so much, it makes me sick. It even makes me rhyme. I hate the way you're always right. I hate it when you lie. I hate it when you make me laugh. And even worse, when you make me cry. I hate it when you're not around and the fact that you didn't call. But mostly I hate the way I don't hate you not even close not even a bit not even at all <laughs> Joke lang dito talaga ako meyak Serioso Okay nasa na ba tayo? Okay despite maganda yung movie at nakakakilig kids wag muna kayong magbo boyfriend O girlfriend until makatapos kayo ng pag-aaral o may trabaho na kayo. Pero there's a hidden chastity theme in this movie. Kat just wants the best for her sister. So, naging emo siya when she decided she doesn't need to do what every other kid is doing in the school which is having sex. Napaka-original ng story na to. So, binayaran si Heath para ilabas si Kat. Then, the next thing you know, na in love siya. Pero, nung nangyari yun, syempre, pinaalam ng villain ng movie ang plan niya. Kaya, nag-away sila ni Kat, si Heath Ledger, at si Julia Styles, Kaya, napaka-original. Kasi, dun sa ibang version, hindi binayaran. Nakipagpustahan lang yung guy dun sa kaibigan niya. Para, tapos, na in love siya kay girl. Unknowingly. Okay, so the next movie is Serendipity. Ang nag-vote dito ay si Marvin, si Voltaire, and si JM. Serendipity means a luck that takes the form of finding valuable or pleasant things that you're not looking for. Sa Tagalog, ito yung nagkataong nangyari pero sobrang importante o sobrang ganda nang nangyari kahit hindi mo sinasadya. Ang example nito sa tunay na buhay is yung discovery of penicillin. Hindi ninais nung naka-discover ng penicillin na ito ang ma niya. Pero ito yung na-imbento niya. And it's a wonder drug. May philosophical discussion dito sa movie about faith and free will. I like this quote. Sabi ni Kate Beckinsale, If we're meant to meet again, we'll meet again. So, I don't believe in faith but I believe in providence that the Lord gives a sign and makes a way for things to occur. But part of this includes people choosing the door and the path that the Lord has placed them on. Kasi let's face it, kung hindi nila ginawa yung mga bagay sa movie, kung hindi nila pinansin ang mga signs, Let's say si Jonathan, he chose to get married. Hindi pa rin naman fate yon di ba? But it's his free will. The setting of this movie is in New York, my favorite city in the world. Wow, yabang. Parang nakapunta na ng New York. Oh, nakapunta na ako ng New York. Pero hindi dahil doon, kaya ako siya naging favorite city. Dati ko pa siya favorite city dahil nung bata ako. Nanonood ako ng David Letterman, yung... Late night talk show and pinapakita niya yung parts of New York and naakit ako dito sa New York. Okay, so by the way, ang second favorite city ko is Dublin. Ed, hindi lang naman sa pagmamayabang pero nakapunta na rin ako sa Dublin. Pero ano, ano lang ah parang konting yabang lang if I'm allowed to. Alam nyo, hindi ko nagustuhan ang movie na ito noon, itong Serendipity. Pero for some reason, nung pinanood namin ni Mrs. ito, nagandahan ako. Tapos naalala ko, kaya pala ako hindi nagandahan sa movie na ito dati. Ay dahil ang napanod ko ay isang bootleg VCD version ng pelikulong ito. Tapos parang cinema kapi pa. Doon sa fake VCD, natapos ang movie sa skating rink. Kaya pangit na pangit ako. Bitin na bitin yung movie. Nung pinanood namin ni Mrs. ulit itong movie na to kailan lang, may epilogue pala. Next in the most voted for romantic movie sa Sock Med natin is of course The Notebook. And who voted for this? Si Jacqueline, si Angelica, si David, si Poch, and si Wes Thinking Critical. So si Wes sabi niya, real men should watch this movie. Hindi makukumpleto ang any Valentine's Day movie list episode ng mga podcast kung walang Nicholas Sparks movie dito. I used to find this movie overrated. Hindi ito tumatak sa akin noon. Ang masabi ko nga is, mas kahanga-hanga si Adam Sandler sa 51st Dates. And sabi ni RG, gusto niya yung 51st Dates. Da- dahil sa 51st Dates, bata pa lang si Drew Barrymore tsaka si Adam Sandler. So, ibig sabihin, mas maraming beses niyang gagawin yung ginawani Ryan Gosling sa The Notebook. I don't like premarital sex in movies. Yun siguro yung reason bakit ayaw ko ito noon. Pero in fairness, nung pinanood ulit namin ito ni Mrs., ang dami kong Ang dami namin iyak dito. Lalo na dun sa part na matanda na sila. Siguro mas na-appreciate ko ito ngayon dahil mas papalapit na ako ng papalapit sa age nila Noah and Ali. So, it's the perfect example of suffering together. Kasi, alam niyo ibig sabihin ng compassion, it means suffering together. Also, naisip ko kung mangyari ito sa akin sa tunay na buhay. Kunwari, si Mrs. naging ulyanin na everyday, bagong araw para sa kanya. Mag-aala Noah Calhoun din ako. Mag-aala Ryan Gosling ako. Pero siyempre para hindi boring, may mga days na magpapretend ako na isang pizza delivery guy or on certain days, magkukunwari akong clown ako. Then siguro, minsan mag- at kunwari taong grasa ako okay so aside from that marami ding bumoto sa a walk to remember si Marvin si Marjorie si George si Ateco si Lace so naknak guys inflation inflation who kamu inflation no one will find all your feelings so deep inside Sorry, corny. Ang nagulat ako bakit walang bumanggit sa La La Land. So how dare you, mga kaaruga. Hindi niyo pinili yung movie na kasama si Emma Stone? I love this movie. Hindi lang dahil nandito si Emma Stone, pero dahil yung ending ng movie is not the typical happily ever after ending. So mas gusto ko yung mga ganitong klaseng ending dahil malapit siya sa tunay na buhay. Nagulat din ako na walang bumanggit sa 500 Days of Summer ni JGL na naman. And ang partner niya dito ay yung pinakakinaiinisan kong artista in the whole world, si Zoe De Chanel. Gusto ko rin yung ending ng movie na to because hindi rin sila nagkatuluyan and malapit din sa katotohanan. So kung toxic ang taong mahal mo, just move on. So ganun yung mga gusto kong love stories, yung hindi nagkakatuluyan ang dalawa sa Alright Happy Valentine's sa inyong lahat Salamat sa pakikinig This has been another episode of the J. Show At the end of the day it will be night Goodbye If this episode made your day or even if it didn't please press that follow button right there If you're listening in Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. Spread the word. Tell your friends, family, your dog to subscribe as well. Thank you very much.